Hello, and welcome to Why Are We Doing This? My name is Lucas Dockerty. I can't do right. We are so excited to be with you today. Yes, we are. We, oh, we just had some family leave town. We had a good time. And right now we're just taking a chill pill. You know, we've been with our family for how many days? Five? A week. Been hanging out. So we're just taking a chill pill. Gonna relax and rewind with our favorite genre a black exploitation. Before we get into our favorite movie we've ever watched, um, remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Where else? Spotify, Castbox, anywhere you can rate and review that we are. So if you're listening to this on a podcast app I have never heard of, and we're on there, you know what? Drop us a five star, ten star, million star review. It'd mean the world to us. Follow us on Instagram at Y period R period We period Doing period This. The letter R. Follow us on Twitter Y R W D T Pod Twitter dot com. All of those let- were letters uh, Y R W D T letters. Follow us on the Patreon uh, Patreon dot com slash Y R letter R We Doing This Podcast. Oh shit! Nope, no podcast. We're not. We're going to be releasing bonus content there, but we are still. Our content's still there, and you can still donate one dollar, five dollar. Um, what bonus are we doing next week, Miss Kathy? <laughs> I have no idea. Shit! What are what 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 DVD were you just touching? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're watching each other's pick for movies. Yes, we're doing... From our list of for, our favorite movies. So, I think we talked about it last week. We're swapping favorite movies. So, what, these aren't our all-time. No, so, they are not our all-time. This, uh, so you're watching House of a Thousand Corpses, and I'm watching Tightrope. So, we're going to be doing that next week. We're going to be... Because we already recorded 40 minutes of us bullshitting about our favorite movies. And... <laughs> Um, so, and then we're gonna come back, we're gonna give it the treatment that you hear on here. Probably gonna be a little shorter than a regular episode, because if it's gonna be 40 minutes of both of us talking about, uh, each other's movies, and then 40 minutes of us bullshitting, that's gonna be, fuck, um, 120 minutes. Uh, that's gonna be two hours of, I mean, that's not even bad, like, I listen to podcasts for three hours, but it's not. an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Even minutes, 40, 40, 80, no, no, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, and then regular 40. Oh, yeah, me confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused. Like yeah, two hours. So, uh, I, hey, I don't know what's going on. Watch it. And listen to it in sections. Yeah, I would listen to it in sections. I, we might, um, I'll see if I can uh, bookmark sections. I, they've done that on other podcasts, you know, opening reminders, story, so-and-so story. We can do that. Um, okay. What movie did we watch this week? TNT, Jackson. How did you feel about TNT? Did you like it? No. Did you really dislike it? Yes. Really? I mean, it... Well, let me... Maybe if I was in a different mood. Yeah, you're pretty pissed off. Um... <laughs> You're tired. If 
It was a different mood. I mean, I thought some of it was funny, but some of it was totally fucking ridiculous and unreal. So let me read the little you, thing. Because you wrote way more than I did. I wrote a page and a half. She wrote five lines. Um, TNT Jackson, 1974. 4.7 out of 10 stars on IMDb. What? No, this movie was bad. A young karate expert searches for her brother's killer in Hong Kong. Is that what we watched? I, I wouldn't call her young. I wouldn't call her young. And Not that she's old. She's like 30. But I think it was more about drugs than it was finding a brother's killer. Yeah. Taglines. These are contenders for best tagline. That's how good these are. Spine shattering, bone blasting. She's a one mama massacre squad. How's this one? Badass women are kicking ass in this classic exploitation. Spine shattering and bone blasting. Oh, shit. She'll put you in traction. And the last one, she's a one mama massacre squad. So it's just a Frankenstein of a bunch of different taglines. Cast. No one you've ever heard of. Jean, or I've seen it, Jeannie, Jeannie Bell, as TNT, Diana TNT Jackson. Stan Shaw as Charlie. Which we think we've seen him in something. You think he was in Total Recall? The first one. The first is one. Is a taxi driver. Pat Anderson as Elaine. Do I, I don't have mine either. Ken Metcalf as Sid. Oh, that Sid. Shit, I didn't know. Chi- Chiquito as Joe. So, is he Hispanic? Is he Hispanic? I, I thought you said Chiquito, but that's okay. Imelda Ilan. Oh my god. Imelda Ilanen. Okay. As Joe's assistant. Junie Gamboa as drug dealer and then I just have Leo Martinez I don't think I put something who Leo Martinez was the review I do believe uh, correct me if I'm wrong at why are we doing this podcast one at gmail.com send us an email if I'm wrong um, <laughs> I do I'm still waiting for an email yeah I Please, do somebody be- email us I do believe that this is a Roger Corman production and that would count for all the titties we saw i'm i'm all for equal sights equal you know just any nudity in a film i'm but it was like gratuitous it was like i I, the one woman looked fucking 50 years old i don't want to see her titties my my thing is i don't mind looking at breasts but i don't like looking at the itty bitty titty committee the whole time yeah yeah so the review three out of ten stars quote so anxious to get to the good parts that it's nearly incoherent, end quote. What good parts? I'll be- TNT Jackson isn't completely unwatchable, but it's either the version I saw on DVD was edited with a weed whacker, or the screenplay itself is the lowest level of grindhouse slash exploitation sausage, or maybe both. Jean Bell is supposed to have played a have t- supposed to have been a playmate at one point in her career, and the movie makes the most of that connection by displaying her breasts at least two times more than that was really necessary. Like Including a hilarious topless fight scene. Oh, that I thought it was a topless bitch slap scene. Okay. That was meant to be funny. It was not. I will admit they are quite nice. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this book uh, review? Some guys that like little boobs. 
still, she's sort of average looking and doesn't have the charisma of Foxy Brown or Cleopatra she Jones. Has something on her nose too. She has like a mole, I think. She does have her moments as an actress in the film. No, oh, she no. doesn't. Uh, though it w- though, but it would have been nice if the director had pushed her a little harder, or the screenplay had given her a chance to do more than emote attitude and kick people. Speaking of kicking people, the fight scenes, the other putative reason to watch a film like this, are pretty de- poorly done. There's no real choreography to speak of here, just people posing and sticking feet and fists in the general direction of their opponents. <laughs> One minor exception is the nice moment with an opponent equipped with butterfly folding knives. Another is a sequence near the very end where an obvious stunt double for Belle uh, and for Stan Shaw left around and did some decent sweeps and groundwork for a minute or two before Belle punches her enemy's liver out. Oh, spoilers. Shaw collapses and the screenplay just stops. Again, I will admit that this is very much in the tradition of Shaw brother quickies since since time immemorial. There are a couple of supporting actors who are actually better than the film deserves. I'm thinking of Joe and the fellow playing the drug lord's right-hand man. Oh, um, Ming. Ming. There's a halfway decent funk-laden soundtrack, yes, that complements the action on screen and to add a star by to the rating itself. There's a semi-dodgy sex scene that manages to be effective almost in spite of itself. This one is strictly for hardcore fans of exploitation. me. I saw it out of sheer curiosity, and I'm not sorry I took the time. But I can't imagine wanting to take the time to see it again unless I decide to write a dissertation on pop culture intersections of kung fu theater. How? <sighs> um. Okay, what did you rate that? I'm sorry. I yeah, minus 50. Minus 50? I gave it a two. The <laughs> the IMDb. How can we be so far off all the time? The IMDb uh, description seemed promising. I'll be honest. My biggest concern. This is remember when I said, "Oh, I have a point to make on the podcast," and um, when we're recording. My point was, it's like if they took they, and this is before Rudy Ray Moore. It's like they took everything that we don't, you and I don't like from the Rudy Ray Moore movies, stupid dialogue, the bad fight scenes, incoherent story, just god-awful dubbing actors. They looked dubbed, and they were English. Um, It's like they took everything from Rudy Ray Moore movies and, you know, other exploitation movies. It's that they took everything from, like, Black Mama, White Mama, you know, all the titties, uh, Rudy Ray Moore, like, the stupid dialogue and the too long fight scenes, um, Black Gun, all the bad blood, um, Black Shampoo, like, how scummy and, like, nasty it was. It's that they took all of it and were like, we're gonna make a movie that's just all shit all the time. That's really what it... It's like Foxy. It's like Aldi brand Foxy Brown. That's really what this is. And I'll be honest. This is <laughs> thrift store Pam Greer is Jamie Bell at best. My biggest problem with her is that I didn't know what she wanted. You know what I mean? I thought she wanted to find her brother's killer, but then she got got swept up and like I'm gonna stop this drug lord too. And then she doesn't really have lines 
actually. She talks like maybe 15 minutes in this movie, and it's like an hour 15. So the rest of the hour is... You don't need no bitch. <laughs> I just love Elaine going, bitch. <laughs> but, okay. That's all my gripes. We'll, we'll get into more gripes along the way. So it opens up. Cold open. Cold. Cold as a witch's titty open. Okay? It's just some guy walking around Hong Kong. And that man is Stack Jackson, which sounds like a 60s football player. Uh, Stack Jackson is walking around Hong Kong. And he's like followed by a group of gentlemen into a Chinese theater. And they kill him on stage. And then there's the credits. So it's like, it's like the font we use. It was like Ruslan display. It was like TNT Jackson. And you know, it's all the credits in the beginning. Cause it's a, confused with Action Jackson. No, it was Action, ja- <laughs> Action Jackson. This is not. This is... Uh, no, even, they're not even Pam Greer's worst movie is not as bad as this. Like, I, you're going to need some shit to be compared to this. Like, maybe the direct-to-DVD uh, Dolomite movie from, like, 2001. Maybe that's as bad as this. I don't know. We'll have to find out. But, um... The... He gets killed on stage by the ruffian. How did they kill him? Did they stab him? And he's, he's dead. I don't think I was paying attention. I was not paying attention for about 30 minutes of this movie. I was not. So they stabbed him, and then this was a funny editing thing. The li- some lady screams and then it cuts to an airplane landing. So she's like, ah! and then it's like, Shh, you know, the descent sound. But then out of the airport, out of the airplane, pops TNT Jackson, and she's in with her the shit. The, f- the her pants were so flared. I thought she was in a skirt down to her ankles I was like is she dressed like a Mennonite and then I realized no that she's dressed how I want to dress <coughs> and four length bell bottoms and a nasty ass black shirt <laughs> she pops out of this airport she has one bag she yeah, like a suitcase from 1920 oh yeah she looks like she's going to find work in the dust bowl um she pops out of the airport. She goes into a taxi cab. And the first thing she asks, like, every Asian character in this movie. Speak English? Yeah, I was like, okay, w- way to profile. But, I mean, wait, she did. It's 1974. She just landed in Hong Kong. Do you speak English? Do you speak English? And he's like, yeah, I speak English. Take me here. Take me to, I don't know. Joe's Haven. Joe's Haven. Oh, that's in the bad part of town. It's in the yellow district. So he. So he does take her there. He drops her, off. drops her off to the right outside the yellow district, and immediately she gets mugged, well, well, attempted was, mugged. Well, I said that's what I wrote. Phony karate fighting. Oh. And this is boring. It's not as bad. I okay. I was watching. I was watching this from a filmmaker standpoint. I'm watching this right. Like, this is... From the beginning, I was like, okay, this is going to be so bad, it's good. Okay? This... The editing is so fucked. I don't know... Because she'll be like... 
she'll be doing a back a backflip and then she'll end up like two feet from where she landed. So it's like, what? Who the fuck was editing this? The, the person editing this must have been on, like, mescaline. They... Maybe he was part of the program. <laughs> they must have been fucking high just writing this. Not writing. Well, writing this, editing this, directing this, starring in this. Everyone must have been high. Maybe they're just D-U-M-B. Yeah. I, I just... I don't... You'll have to watch it. It's free wherever because you shouldn't have to pay for this. But, um... I was just... I was floored with the... They <laughs> just, it was like, some of the parts, it was like, you know that boomerang uh, effect on, uh, like, Instagram, you, like, clink glasses, and then it pulls back, you know? That's how some of the editing looked, like, Joe kicked some guy into a wall, and he bounced back, and he kicked, it was so fucking weird, but, okay, I, I, we're just ranting about how much we hate this movie. What happened, she, oh, she gets, she gets mugged. Like a group of like. I just can't cry to chop on cheats in the suitcase. Oh yeah, a group of like fifteen guys was mugging one lady. So she's. She is. That's TNT to you, but she kicks the shit out of some of the guys. And then this is my fa- this is one of my favorite sequences in the whole movie. The guy with the butterfly knives and his wedding band. Yeah. He has two butterfly knives. They're fucking huge. Yes, they He's are. like flipping them, you know, the little twirling them. twirling them. And he has one... He's a majorette twirling. Yeah. He's trying to stab her, and she, like, just breaks his arm. And then it starts spraying blood, but there's... It's all in slow-mo. <laughs> it's so stupid. I just... I don't know. I Many parts of this movie, I went from hating this movie so much to loving it. You know, blink of an eye. Um, stop, you're doing Mary now. It smells like hospital in here. So we, our, when our family was in town, we were... T- At least I don't fuck my grandma. Oh! <laughs> we, when we had family in town, all we did was watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Because we are, I'm going to be honest, we're addicted. We might have to do a Real Housewives of Salt Lake City talk, but... We're, we're, we're discussing going as them for Halloween, but we're sorry if we t- talk about Real House of the Salt Lake City. That's really all that we've been watching for the past, like, week. So, um... I'm just, a, I'm just a Diet Coke junkie. I'm just so proud of my sons. You know, Fresh Wolf is their idea, and you know... No, it's not, you dumb bitch. Oh, I hate her. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Show on the road, dude. Okay, okay. Oh, then she goes to Joe. How did you feel about Joe? I like Joe. Really? I thought he was like Wayne Newton. Like Asian Wayne Newton. But he was better than some of the people in there. He was better than TNT, I'll tell you that. Yeah, she, okay. they got her because she had. She's like, uh, what's her face? Shannon Tweed. Who the fuck is that? Jean Simmons' wife. Oh. <laughs> she was a playmate. She did music, um, some movies. Yeah. Really. You know who she reminded me of? She reminded me of Thomasine from Thomasine and Bushrod, but Th- Vanetta McGee was a better actress, like, by far. She had better hair. Oh, my. Her hair looked like... 
Okay, this sounds horrible. Okay. I know African American women wear wigs. This looked like like a party city wig. It wasn't like a nice wig. It was like a fucked up party store wig. <laughs> so <laughs> Shut up or shut up. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Okay. So TNT. Okay. TNT. Is this when she runs into the the deadly Viper assassination squad? Light the heroin dealers. They they remind me of like the deadly Vipers, but like fucking lame. No, she goes to doesn't doesn't she make it to Joe's Haven? She makes it to Joe's Haven. She meets Joe. She starts working Ask there. Him if she knows her brother. Did he know her brother? Yeah, but he said he didn't know where he was. Oh. Oh, and then she goes outside, and Charlie starts hassling her. Yeah. And she goes outside, and he's like, oh, you're a fine piece of ass. And she's like, I'm working for Joe. And he's like, no, you ain't, bitch. And he... <gasps> we forgot about her limousine ride with Elaine. Oh, my God. After she gets mugged, she Elaine's car pulls up, and she... After they attempt to mug her, Elaine's car rolls up, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, get in, get in! I'll give you a ride." I'll give you a ride, and she says, "Elaine, ask her something." And what is what did she say? It's none of your business. And then Elaine looks at her, and this was so dubbed. She says something completely different. I didn't say, it, but she, it's the dubbing says, "Bitch." <laughs> She just goes, bitch, and then she, she and then she gets to Joe's Haven. She didn't thank her for the ride. You're right. And then when she goes outside, Charlie's hassling her, and then it turns out Charlie is working with Elaine, and Ming and Sid. I don't think he's working with Elaine. He's working for himself because he wants to be the boss. Well, he is working for himself, but he's coalition with Sid and Ming and Ming's other guy in the tan suit. And they were like the Deadly Vipers, but like white beer Deadly Vipers. Because they had Bill. They had, I don't know. But you know what I mean. They had yeah. the the whole system. So then, does is, is Joe's Haven a strip club? Uh, I, I wondered. I, I, was, I don't uh, know if it's a strip club or a... Karate studio. I don't know what the It's a strip is. club slash karate studio. It seems well, like it's, it's also... a strip club. He needs to get different strippers. <laughs> Holy sh... It looked like Wilma Flintstone took her bra off. Like, that, that's how fucked up her well, face I was. I think she was going to take her bra off. I didn't think she... There was women in the audience. And most women I know do not go to strip shows. Well... Of women. Oh, of women. Um... <laughs> um... I'm sorry. So they're at the, the the show, and TNT and Joe are sitting together. So a, Joe is fronting for for Charlie uh, for TNT by saying she works for him, so she doesn't get caught up with Charlie and them. Because Char- <laughs> does Charlie know her brother? Oh, yeah, because he, he killed him. But um, oh, spoilers. Sorry, but um, I think he worked with them. You think? Or knew of their operation? That's why he died? I don't... There's a lot of assuming in this movie. 
Yeah. And it, this movie made an ass out of you and me. I'll be I'll be honest. Uh, so TNT's up on like the she's in like the oh mezzanine seats. Oh, she she needs to get good seats to see this strip show. And then on the ground floor, it's the Deadly Vipers. Um, the not so Deadly Vipers are down at the oh, first floor. Elaine, Ming, Sid, other tan guy. Sid. Oh, Sid. Sid, Ming, Elaine, the other Asian guy in the tan suit, and then Charlie. And then Charlie walks up to her, and he's in some question. Oh no, no, she was in the questionable outfit. Yeah, he's in the, the gold fringe. Uh, oh my god, it was I got an orange outfit. Orange bodysuit with orange fringe, and then. He was in a uh, uh, brown turtleneck, brown pants, and a white jacket. It was very 1974. But they, he's talking to her, and he's like, um, oh, they want to see you. And she's like, that's not how I operate. If they want to see me, they come and talk to me. And then he's like, bitch. And she's like, bitch. And then <laughs> she, <laughs> she goes down there, and she gets in line do it for me and she was like okay because she wants to hit that and then she did and then they go oh yeah and then they go down to the ground floor and she gets in another argument with elaine she tells elaine i thought she told elaine to go fuck herself she said and fuck you you shouldn't have done that bitch and she's like bitch that's the head guy, and he he goes, you shouldn't have done that, bitch. She goes, bitch, and then he's like, bitch, and <laughs> they, they say bitch a lot in this movie is what I'm getting at. Uh, so then Joe, I think this was Joe, because he looked the guy looked like Wayne Newton, and it wouldn't make sense if it was anyone else. So Joe goes to like a police station or the oh no, he goes to the dance place where Stack got killed, and he goes, oh, did a black guy get killed in here? And then he's like, yeah, a black... He asked if he knew that guy. He said, oh, a black dude got killed in here a couple weeks ago. And then two Asian Sammy Davis Jr. and another guy, <laughs> another guy pop out, and they're shooting at them. You know, one has, like, a AK-47, and the other one has, like, a 22. And they're shooting, and there's... Then this scene was so unnecessary, too. Like, it was so boring. They're just cat and mouse shooting and of course joe comes out on top killing the two oh yeah yeah so tnt was supposed to um she was supposed to infiltrate the not so deadly viper assassination squad um i think i think I'm assuming she was supposed to infiltrate, and she blew it when she told Sid, fuck you, and now he wants to kill her, because he knows... I don't know if she was supposed to... I don't know. ...do that. I think she tried to find out who killed her brother, but it up, she got into a drug thing. Yeah, but she went on a whole tangent. So... Ming tells them, hey, hey, y'all, um... I got a heroin shipment coming in, y'all. And he didn't say y'all. <laughs> he, did say y'all. he goes, Hong Kong, not 
He goes, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I have a heroin shipment coming in, y'all. And then they go, oh. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay. Ming, we're going to do that. We're going to you know, get your shipment. And then it's intercepted. And someone kill a bunch of people die, and Ming gets like punched in the face. <sighs> and then they're like, "Oh, it must be TNT Jackson, right?" And then Charlie's like, "No, it's not." And then he and Ming get in a fight because Ming thinks Charlie and TNT were in on it. Uh, Charlie thinks it was an inside job, which we find out later it was. Um. Then this is another one of my favorite scenes in the movie. TNT's in the bath. Joe busts in, and he like. Sh- shields his turns eyes, his back turns his back, and he goes. And he goes. He goes. They killed Stack. What are you gonna do? And she says, "I'm gonna bust them motherfuckers up." <laughs> what did he say? It's like um the same thing Seagal said. What did he say? I'm going to steal these motherfuckers' birthdays. <laughs> She's going to steal their birthdays. Um, then we hear that Charlie's putting together like a war tribe. That's what Joe calls it, a war tribe. So next all time... The, all the best fighters. In Hong Kong. All the best fighters in Hong Kong. So they're holding tryouts at like a... It looked like a drug dealer compound. They're... Yeah. So TNT catches wind of this and she heads down to the to the dojo and she's like, "Oh, I want a spot on your team." And then she has to fight him and then he well, she's, I want to the best. I, I am the best. And then she kicks his ass but doesn't get on the team. So that storyline's dropped. And we never see that team fight uh so then elaine and tnt i this is where i checked out then after they fight at the dojo thing i checked out and then the next thing i saw is tnt kicking the shit out of elaine in a graveyard oh that's another shipment got intercepted right another shipment gets intercepted tnt starts chasing elaine through a cemetery her and Joe. She dodges Joe. She dodges Joe. <laughs> she dodges Joe. Uh, and then TNT kicks the shit out of Elaine. Like, beats her head on a tombstone. Like, and then they take her home. Her and Joe take her back to Joe's Haven and gag her. And then she takes her gag off and she goes, Diana Jackson. And TNT whips around. She's like, bitch. And then <laughs> Elaine goes, I'm a government agent. I know all about you. Stabbed a man. Stabbed a man. Went to prison at 16. And she... 12. 12. <laughs> and then, uh, this is actually... She said 12. I was like, you go to prison at 12? <laughs> went to prison at 12 for stabbing a man. And then this is actually what she said. This isn't me. TNT Jackson then goes, bitch. <laughs> she actually said bitch. I ain't helping no and she says she's not helping a pig. And then do they gag her again or they leave her, let her go? They let her go. And then they, when they go to confront saying that 
TNT did it, she said that TNT was with her all day. Yeah, TNT was with me all day. Yeah. Which she was. She's not lying. But, um... So, and Elaine's trying to do a bust on them. So, Ming captures uh, TNT. I don't remember why. but at, Because uh, they think she knows something. About the hijacking. So, he captures her. And then this is where it gets fucking weird. He rips her blouse open. And he tries to burn her breasts with a cigar and then this is the naked fight she whips her robe off she yeah, right. kicks the shit out of these guys yeah I mean that this is why I think it's a Roger Corman movie uh, I will put this in the uh, about I'll put this in the um the text under the episodes uh, if I find out it is. But he, like, she kicks the shit out of him. And then Ming well, goes... his face with the cigar. Oh, that's what that was? I thought yeah. she, like, stabbed him. Oh. oh. <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then Ming goes back to the dojo or whatever the fuck, Sid's house. And she, um, Ming's talking to Charlie, and Charlie's like, Charlie's like, stay the fuck away from TNT, and Ming's like, meh, 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 meh. I don't know what he said. So, um, then Charlie heads up to TNT's house, and they fuck. And that was a little weird. That was a little jarring. And then she finds the lighter. What light? Oh, her brother's lighter, right? Diana. Diana Jackson. And he's like, yeah. But she knows. He knows deep down that... Or, no, she knows deep down he's the killer. And he knows deep down that this is not his girlfriend... His ex-girlfriend's lighter. So... Um... Then they, they, they go to this dumb fuck island for like a uh, festival, right? And, um. Elaine's there with. Elaine's there with another guy who has a very sharp chin. Another Sammy Davis Jr. look alike. And, um. They. <laughs> Except his hair wasn't messed up. It wasn't as messed up as other Sammy. But, um. She and he are talking like it's in the conference room at the hotel at 8 p.m. Don't be late. And then she sees um, Joe. TNT and Joe. Joe and she goes, bitch. And she's like, make sure that bitch doesn't ruin it for us. Right. And um, that guy goes to get the cops. He goes to get the cops and TNT gets arrested. And then there's this stupid. Oh, God, this is so fucking stupid. This stupid connived, like conniving way to get um. Not conniving, contrived, sorry. Contrived way to get TNT out of jail. The stupid dragon, you know? Um, Which I was kind of confused at this festival. They so were, it looked like a festival from Africa? It looks like an African or like a Brazilian, because it had like the bright, like Rio colors, right. and a lot of like African American people. And, and then. Wearing like African masks. African masks, and like traditional African and like um, tribal clothing. And then their signs are in Chinese. 
So I don't know if in pre-communist Hong Kong there was a lot of black people. I didn't know if I don't know jack shit about Hong Kong, but um, maybe. Ah, yes, oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna ask her. <laughs> but um, it just made zero sense. And then the island was Spanish. It was like La Isla something, right? I was La La Isla Bonita, yeah, ah ha ha, Madonna. Um, but so she's in jail, and then what's her face? Um, Elaine goes home to Sid, and he smacks the shit out of her. Um, that was funny. That should not have been as funny as it was, because it was like um, from Russia with love. You know, when he smacks her in her hair. He backhanded her so hard, she got knocked out. And then grabbed her by her hair. And then, uh... <laughs> What's her face? Um, TNT gets broken out in the stupid-ass... Jail. Jail fucking dragon scheme. Um, so then she makes her way to the hotel. Was it a hotel? Yeah. It was a hotel. Conference. Conference. Oh! Pardon moi. Um, so, th- I mean, of course, there's more fighting. She scales a wall, kicks the shit out of some policemen. Yeah, I said superwoman. She bolts the fence. <laughs> and then, um, and then Elaine wakes up. And some of this stuff we'll, we'll, we'll get further when Elaine's fighting Sid. Mm. Because that was just weird. Yeah. So, there's a big fight. TNT starts a big fight. Does she kill Ming? Or no, um, Charlie kills Ming. So they're in the conference room. Yeah, they're in the conference room with all the heroin suppliers, and Charlie's like, "I'm taking over." I got cash. I'll pay. He like pimp slaps uh, Sid. He kills Ming, and then he's like, "I'm big boss." So he and then everyone else starts fighting. So he books it out, and um, TNT comes in. Oh my Sid, God! He has her robe on. This is my favorite part of the movie, hands this down. Was the other one, because we never really found out what happened. So she wakes up. Sid bitch slaps her again. Then she counter bitch slaps, and then I see. Uh, but um, they're fighting, and then this I should not have laughed so hard at this. She just pushes him out of the fucking window and just follows him down. Well, he had a hold of her robe. Oh, he did. He, she pushes him out the window, and then before they even hit the ground, it just cuts to... Yeah, so we don't know if they splatted or not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm assuming they did. I'm assuming they did, too. But, but they didn't really say. then it cuts to Joe's kicking the shit out of the tan guy, and he kills him through bitch slaps. There's a lot of bitch slaps and kicks in this movie. And then, where were they when um, Charlie and TNT face off? Where do you think... They were on the staircase. Oh, they were in, like, the grand hall of the right, hotel. because she turns all the lights she on. She turns all the lights on, and then they get in a fight. Okay, this is not a nice thing I wrote, but I said, seeing a dude kick the shit out of a woman should not be this funny. He was fucking just kicking the shit out of her. He was just kicking her in the face. Like, he, like, clotheslined her at one point. It was hilarious, because obviously it was two dudes one in, um, of course, um, oh, tan bell bottoms and a red, no, orange bell bottoms, orange shirt, big poofy afro, and it was a guy, obviously, because it was zoomed out, so we couldn't see that it's a dude, 
and then it's another stunt double kicking the shit out of each other so it was hilarious but <laughs> he was like um charlie is like holding on to the wall and every time she gets up he kicks her you know and then finally she's on one knee he's standing up she punches through his stomach and then it just oh liver punches his liver out and then he's gushing blood everywhere this is why i'm saying it's like it's like dollar store kill bill because you know it's the uh fist point palm exploding heart technique but with a liver five point palm exploding heart technique with a liver they um it was just fucking weird because she finally you know obviously you're my brother's killer and then that's it ends and then she's standing there looking at that's why I said, okay, that was a dumbass ending. It was stupid as fuck. What did you give it as a post? I gave it a minus 25 because I did laugh. I gave it a three. I added a point to it because I thought it was hilarious. Would I watch it again? I, I, I don't know. I'd have to be like the editor on this movie. I'd have to be high on mescaline to, I think, enjoy the true... The wonders of this movie i'd have to be high on something um but this movie was odd that's that's i think the best word to describe this movie odd so i i don't even know what to say so because of this movie i was thinking we should do another live stream soon but this time of another black exploitation movie black dynamite which we you know donuts don't wear alligator shoes um, and because it's a spoof black exploitation, if you don't know. So we're probably going to watch that in the next few weeks after this movie thing comes out. So the movie thing is coming out next week. We've been talking about it for two weeks, but with our family in town, I, we were kind of busy. busy, busy. So she has to watch House of a Thousand Corpses. I have to watch Tightrope, which has been so fucking hard to find on streaming services and, um, the fucking library. Um... I'm sorry, it's irritating as fuck. But I don't want to watch Tango and Cash. I physically cannot watch a Sylvester Stallone movie, so I will watch Clint Eastwood. Um, you're going to either love or hate House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm probably going to mostly enjoy Tightrope, because I... When do I not enjoy a good Clint Eastwood thriller? Kind of Clint Eastwood. Yeah, he's it's a darker one. Yes. Um... So remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. I hope you had fun listening us listening to us rant and rave. <sighs> Follow us on Instagram, why period r period we period doing period this. Follow us on Twitter, why period r oh shit, why pod at twitter.com. Send us an email at why r a r e we doing this podcast one at gmail.com. Yes, I'd love to see an email. Yeah, I can't. Anyone. Anyone please. Anyone, please. Send us death threats. We won't report you. Oh, <laughs> Our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Y R the letter R we doing this podcast one. No fuck. No one. Just why are we doing this with the R? No podcast or no one. And you can donate one dollar a month and you can just have our undying support. Um love you forever. Um we'll shout you out on the show. Or you can um or you can um follow us for five dollars a month and i am oh my fucking god um 
which gives us all of our original bonus content, which we're not releasing to the public. Um, thank you for listening. Next week, we're watching The Pest, which I am very sad I put on the schedule. Um, you're not going to know what it is until it hits you. Um, so we're going to watch The Pest next week. We're going to have our bonus next week. We're going to have some fun. We will see you then. then. Remember, I am Lucas Dougherty. And we are going to see you next week. week. You'll hear us next week. You won't see us. But thank you for listening.